Well, hello and welcome to this English lesson about things on other things. Now, you might think this is a strange topic and I think it's more of it was hard for me to think of a title but if you look around you, you will see things that have buttons or lids or caps or dials or knobs or cranks. There's a whole bunch of things in our world and they have other things on them that we use every day. So, in this English lesson, I thought I'll see if I can think of 30 or 35 things, little things in the world around us that we use to interact with things or that we use um when we use something. There, I just used the verb use twice. Um and again, it was hard to think of a title but it's things on other things and you'll see what it is in a bit. Even though the title is kind of vague or obscure. There's two new words for you maybe. Um the lesson itself is full of very common words we use to describe the things around us that are on other things. First one, label. So, often when you buy something, there will be information on the side and we often call that the label. If you have a can of soup, it has a label. If you want to know how much salt or sugar or other things are in your soup, you can read the label. In English, we often will say to people, well, read the label. If someone said to me, um, do these cookies have a lot of sugar in them? And if they were store-bought cookies, in English, when we say store-bought, it means something you bought at the store instead of baking at home. I might say, well, I don't know. Read the label. Or if someone is allergic to something, sometimes people are allergic to certain things in food. You might say to them, you better read the label before you eat that. So, the first one, label. You can see now how these are uh very common words um that we use to describe things on other things but a label is something you would find on a box, on a can of food or other places. A tag. So, this is a kind of a funny one. Um most shirts have a tag in the back. I can't really show you by very easily. Um when the tag is too big though, it bothers me. I don't like it when my shirt has a really big tag or two tags in it because it just kind of feels weird. So, I often cut them out but a tag is something that you will find in a shirt. It might look like this where the tag is sewn into the shirt but a tag can also be something that hangs from a piece of clothing with a string and there are tags on other things as well more than just clothing. I can't think of other examples right now but probably the most common example would be when you buy a shirt, it will usually have a tag in it or a dress or a blouse. Sticker. So, a sticker on one side is sticky. That means when you get a sticker, it's usually on a piece of paper and you peel it off and it has one side with a design and the other side is sticky. When you touch it, it sticks to your finger. So, you take a sticker off the piece of paper it comes on and you put it on something else. My students have a lot of stickers on their laptops at school. It's very common for people to decorate their laptop with some stickers. Usually, people find stickers representing things they like. Maybe a cartoon they watched as a kid or a sticker from their favorite band 
Um, maybe <laughs> I don't have Bob the Canadian stickers but if I did, you might put one on your laptop. Um, maybe I should have stickers. Now, I'm not gonna do stickers. Anyways, stickers are usually colorful and bright. Again, one side of the sticker is sticky and when you put it on something, it doesn't come off again. It is stuck on there. So, I used a bunch of words in there. Sticker. The sticker is sticky. When you put it on something, it's stuck on there. So, there you go. A number of different variations uh and words to talk about things that stick to other things. Magnet. So, we used to have more of these. A magnet is something that is attracted to metal. So, it's it does the same thing as a sticker kind of but it will only stick to something metal and you can take it back off again and put it on something else that is metal. We used to have a lot of stickers on the front of our fridge but about 15 years ago, we bought a fridge where the front is not um it's not magnetic. You can't stick stuff to it. I think it's a different kind of metal. It's probably aluminum or something but the side of our fridge is still metal or steel. So, you could put magnets on the side. So, a magnet has a north and south pole and a magnet will stick to another magnet or it will stick to something that is metal. I'm sure you have these in your country as well. A lot of businesses will make magnets and give them to people hoping that they'll put the magnet on their fridge and then it'll be like a little advertisement for that business. Cap. So, here's this is a tricky one because I'm gonna talk about cap and lid and we do sometimes use them interchangeably. When I buy a bottle of water, it has a cap on the top. I take the cap off to drink water and then I put the cap back on. Um I was gonna say something else about the cap. Oh, we sometimes call it a bottle cap if it's on a bottle but we also have the word lid. So, this is a a water bottle that you can refill. The thing that goes on top here, I would call a lid but I would also sometimes call this a lid but I would never call this a cap and I was trying to figure out the actual difference last night and I don't really know what it is. I think whenever you have a bottle for drinking like soda or pop or water, we we call it a bottle cap and I think if you have a jar like a jar of jam or a jar of peanut butter, I would call it the lid. Um and for a bottle like this, I would call it the lid. So, slight difference. I wouldn't say to my kids, put the cap back on the peanut butter. I would say, put the lid back on the peanut butter but if someone was drinking water um and they didn't put the lid, sorry, I should say cap. They didn't put the cap on nicely and it popped off. I would say, oh, you didn't you didn't turn the cap tight on this bottle. So, cap and lid. Slight difference there. Hopefully, I did a good job of explaining the difference between the two. Clasp. Now, I do not wear a lot of jewelry. I don't wear a necklace and I don't wear a bracelet but often when you wear jewelry, one of the ways you put it on is there's a little clasp. So, if I had a gold chain around my wrist, if I had a bracelet, there would be a clasp I would use. I would kind of put it on and then I would kind of click it together or connect it together with the clasp. So, These are very, very tiny clasps that you would have on. I think the most common place would be a necklace or a pendant. A pendant is like a necklace as well but it usually has something hanging at the end Um, and then there's usually a clasp at the back. Um yeah, I don't wear jewelry because um like even my watch, 
um I don't know. I don't like having things on me. I don't know what the term for that would be. Um so, I'm not someone who wears a lot of jewelry. I think jewelry is beautiful but I personally don't wear very much jewelry. Let's make this a little bigger so you can see what I'm talking about. So, they kind of click. You click and hook. Click and hook it and then it's uh together. A panel. So, there are a lot of things in the world that have a panel. A panel is any part of something that has a lot of buttons, a lot of lights, a lot of dials, a lot of knobs. I'll talk about all of those later. Um but it's usually on a piece of equipment or on a machine. Sometimes we call it the control panel. I don't think I have a, oh I do have a slide for that. Sometimes we call it a control panel because it's where you stand and it's what you use to control the machine uh, or the equipment. And I'm using machine and equipment interchangeably. We often do that in English. At work, we have a lot of machines. At work, we have a lot of equipment. Uh and they all have panels or control panels on them. If the panel only had little lights, we would probably just call it a panel. But as soon as the panel has buttons and switches, we would call it a control panel. So, that would be the difference between those two. Handle. So, there are handles on a lot of things. This is a handle on a drawer. So, when I go to the kitchen, the drawers have handles. Um people always like me to say drawer more than once so they can hear how it's pronounced. So, there are handles on all the drawers in my kitchen. There's a handle on the door to my van. I have a toolbox and it has a handle on the top. Basically, a handle is anything that you can grab to either open something or carry something. So, if you have a purse, it has handles on the top. Um I have a case that I carry my laptop in and the case has a handle on top. Again, drawers have a handle. When I open my van, I unlock it and then I pull the handle and then the van door will open. So, there are many things that have handles on it probably because we have hands and it does have the word hand in it. Have you noticed that? Handle has the word hand in it. It must be um a word that came from the other word. I don't know the exact name for that. Clip. So, a clip is an interesting thing. Um like this is a tape measure and it has a little clip on the side. So, you can clip it on your belt. So, a clip is usually something small and it's usually made so that you can hook something onto yourself. Um a pen actually has a little clip on the on it as well. Some pens do at least. I'm looking for I don't have a pen around but a pen you can click to open like you can click the pen but often there will be a little uh, clip on the pen if you want to clip it onto your pocket. So, this is a clip. There aren't a lot of clips in the world but I know a friend of mine has a clip for his camera. He can clip it on his belt and my other friend has a phone case a very durable phone case because he works outside and he and it has a clip on the side so he can clip his phone onto his belt. A screen. So, there are screens all around us. So, this is a pretty common one. Um if you look here, this calculator, the gray part up top, the gray green part is the screen. Your phone, obviously phones have a screen on them. Your TV is all screen. A control panel might have a small screen on it as well. There are definitely screens all around us. Like, My light over there has a control box and there's a little screen on it. It says the light is at 85% brightness. 
I could turn it up to 100% brightness. Now, it's at 100% and I could turn it back down again. I shouldn't play with my lights while I'm making an English lesson but uh there are many things now that have a screen so that you so that you know what is happening with that device or with that machine. So, a screen. A flap. So, this is an interesting one. A flap is usually a piece of fabric or cloth. I'm trying to show you my pocket here. I don't have a flap over my pocket but this pocket here, the arrow is pointing to what we would call a flap. So, this is a pocket on a shirt. The pocket has a button and that button will close that flap. So, again, a flap is something that it's attached at one end and it moves like this, okay? Um it can move like this as well but yes, there aren't a lot of flaps I can think of in the world but I do have some shirts where there's a pocket and the pocket has you can close the pocket because it has a flap. It's kind of a funny word to say, flap. Knob. So, a knob is something that is usually round. It can be other shapes as well but it's almost always round and it's something that you can grab and turn, okay? So, you can turn the knob. Let's say you have um a a really old stereo like a a radio. It might have knobs on the front that you can turn. Our old oven had a knob on the front. You would turn the knob to set the temperature on the stove. So, a knob is a round thing on something that you can grab and turn one way or the other. Um and we sometimes just call it a dial as well. I don't know if oh, I do have dial on here. We'll get to that in a sec. Uh an indicator light. So, an indicator light, if you look here, you see the yellow engine light? So, if you're driving a vehicle and that light comes on, it means that there's something wrong with your engine. Anytime a light is normally off and then turns on when there's a problem on a vehicle or something else, we usually call it an indicator light because it's indicating that something's wrong. So, it's most commonly found in a vehicle. You're driving and then something goes wrong and your mechanic might say, are there any indicator lights on on the dash or on the dashboard? So, an indicator light is a light that comes on on to indicate something to let you know about something uh with a machine or vehicle or piece of equipment. A dial. So, basically, a dial is a knob. There's no real difference between a dial and a knob. Um so, you might have a dial that you can turn to turn up the volume. You might have a knob you can turn to turn up the volume. I would use both the same way. Um but a dial again is round usually and you can turn it one way or the other. So, you might say someone might say uh to you um oh, it's too loud in here. Which dial is for volume or which knob is for volume? Button. So, I wear a lot of shirts that have buttons. So, a button goes through a button hole. You have to sew a button on with thread. If it falls off, I have to sew it back on. Luckily, the shirts I buy always come with two extra buttons on the side. Did you know that with men's shirts? So, I have buttons here. If one falls off, there's actually a couple extra buttons right here. I can take one and I can sew it on. Um I also wear shirts that usually have a button down collar. You can see that my collar is attached to my shirt here. There's actually a button here. So, a button 
is something you'll find on an article of clothing on a piece of clothing that you fasten in once you put that piece of clothing on. So, when I put my shirt on, I fasten the buttons or I button up my shirt or I do the buttons. Like with little kids, uh, when the buttons are open, we might say, hey, do up your buttons. So, buttons, something used to um when you when you're wearing something, it I guess it closes it up. I don't know what the right word for it would be. Um but we also have buttons in other places. So, on my microwave, there are buttons. Um there are buttons on my computer. There are buttons on a calculator. There are buttons on this remote control for my light. So, if I push this button, it gets dark in here. If I push this button, it gets really light but then my camera will adjust. My camera as well has a lot of buttons on it. This might be the most common thing that you will find on other things, okay? Uh buttons are everywhere around us. They are primarily what we use to control or interact with the machines, the equipment, the devices around us. Lever. So, this one you might not see as much as I do. A lever is something oh a lever is something that you can move with your hand. So, this here is actually a tractor probably on a farm. I have a lot of farm equipment. A lot of farm equipment has levers on it. My tractors have levers I can move. On the tractor, if I want the engine to speed up, I move a lever ahead. It's called the throttle. There's no foot pedal. Well, sorry. My one tractor does have a foot pedal but normally with a tractor, there is a lever. When I um yeah, I'm not gonna describe all the things I do with a tractor but a lever is like um a straight thing with a handle and you can kind of move it one way or the other to make a machine do something. I'm trying to think of something in your house that might have a lever on it. Maybe someone can think of something in the chat. Something that might have a lever on it but uh, it might be more common on on equipment like big pieces of equipment. So, we have barcodes and we have QR codes. So, a barcode is often found on the label of a piece of uh, of a food item. If you have a can of soup on the label, there will be a barcode somewhere. Um a, a barcode is used at the grocery store so the computer can see what you're buying. When you scan it, it goes beep and then you um then it knows what you are buying. And a QR code is a little more used between people like if there's a concert coming up, there might be a poster in town saying there's a concert and it might say, here's a QR code if you want more information. And then if I scan the QR code, it will take me to a website that will tell me more about it. So, a QR code is a little more recent. In the last 10 or 15 years, QR codes have been popping up more and more places. I was just at a workshop. I was actually in Toronto this past week. I went to a YouTube workshop at YouTube. It was very, very interesting. Anyways, at the end of the workshop, there was a QR code we could scan to give feedback. So, that was really, really fun. Engraving. So, an engraving, by the way, this works in a couple of ways. You can engrave something and then it has an engraving on it. So, an engraving is when usually you have metal and you use something very sharp or you use a tool. It might even be powered that will etch out little pieces of the metal and then when you're done, 
all of the little lines make an engraving. If you win a trophy, it might have a little uh spot on it where there's an engraving where it says, you know, best English teacher of 2022, Bob the Canadian. If I won a trophy, there might be a little engraving on it. So, it's when you have something metal and they kind of remove some of the metal to make a design or picture on it. Um I actually have um I have a mug from a wedding. Well, not a mug. It's more of a beer stein like a big and it has a metal plate on the front and it has the name of the bride and groom engraved. It has an engraving on the front. Snap. So, a snap is like a button. Uh it does the same job but it works differently. There are two parts to a snap and when you push them together, it goes snap. Like it goes so, it snaps together. So, we use the word to describe the sound We use it to describe the thing and we use it to describe actually doing it. So, when you snap a snap together, it makes a snap. Did you get that? When you snap a snap together, it makes a snap. Um I don't wear a lot of clothes with snaps. Um sometimes my pants might have a snap on the front when I put my pants on. Most of my pants have a button but a snap would have two parts. When you push them together, it goes snap. It might go click as well and by the way, I will do a lesson on sounds at some point. I just never get to it. Zipper. So, this is a pretty common one. I do think the zipper was invented in Canada. I'm not 100% sure of that. Uh let me just check for a sec. Where was the zipper invented? It says, oh, it debuted at the World's Fair in Chicago. Ah, I was wrong. Wait. It says that the lightning fastener company in St. Catharines, Ontario created the first well, it sounds like another one of those things where Canadians and Americans are fighting over who invented it. We did invent basketball though in Canada. Just 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 to just to clear the air. Buckle. So, yes, I wear a belt every day. I wear a belt to hold my pants up but I also just wear it because I think it looks nice. It's a fashionable thing to wear. A belt has a buckle. When you put your buckle, when you put your pants on, you buckle your belt. Um but the thing on the front, the actual little loop with the thing that moves, notice I don't know the names of those two, um is called uh, a buckle. So, the the gold part here is called a buckle. By the way, the little tiny brown part is called the belt loop. It's a belt loop. You have belt loops on your pants but your belt itself might have a little belt loop at the front. But yeah, the gold part over there is called a buckle and we might even call it a belt buckle. Like we might name if it's if it's actually on a belt, we would call it a belt buckle. My watch has a band. So, this is a watch band. By the way, Jen and I talked a long time, not a long time. We talked for a bit yesterday about where you when you put your watch on, what is this part called when you put it together? We weren't sure if it was a clasp or a latch or a fastener. There's a, we weren't sure but this is definitely my watch band, okay? And this is my watch. Well, it's actually a Fitbit. So, a band. And again, we would probably call that a watch band if I was specifically talking about a watch. Laces. Uh, most of us have shoes with laces although it's becoming more common to have shoes that you can just slip on your feet. Shoes that don't have laces but all of my shoes have laces. When I put my shoes on, I tie my laces. Um when I get home, I undo my laces when I take my shoes off. 
My skates also have laces on them and uh, I should probably get my skates sharpened. Although, I'm not sure there's any more skating this year. The arena, I don't even think the arenas have ice in them anymore. So, maybe next year. A stamp. So, a stamp is usually something that lets you have something with ink in it and you put the stamp there and then you press it on a piece of paper. So, the thing is called a stamp and then the thing it leaves on the paper is called a stamp. Jen puts her flowers in brown paper and we have a stamp with the name of our farm and we use the stamp to stamp the brown paper so it has our stamp on it. I know I'm getting confusing but it's fun for me to say things like that. So, the thing we use, this thing is called a stamp and that little thing it leaves on the paper is called a stamp as well. So, when someone buys our flowers, there's a stamp on the paper that says the name of our farm. Bezel. So, your phone has a bezel around the screen. Your computer has a bezel around the screen. Um my phone has a little bezel. It's the area around the edge of your screen. So, anytime you buy a phone, they're trying to make phones to have smaller and smaller bezels. So, they want the whole front of the phone to be a screen. My screen, my phone has fairly small bezels. It's not huge but the bezel is the area around the edge. Our backyard has a gate and that gate has a latch. So, a latch is something where there's usually two parts and they click together. When we close the gate for our actually our gate's broken right now. I need to fix that. Um when you close the gate, it goes click and then it won't open until you flip it or click it. How would I open a latch? Unlatch it, I guess. Um but we would probably just say open. That's the universal verb for opening something. When you close our gate on our back on our fence or on our backyard, um it has a latch and then it it will not open until we open it. Um I'm not explaining that one very well. I'm almost done and I'm feeling like uh I'm going too quick right now. Oh well, sorry about that. This is the last one though. My windows have a crank. So, a crank is something that you this is the cranking action. If I turn the crank one way, my window opens like the window right there. If I turn it the other way, the window closes again. When I was little, when I was a kid, the windows in our cars had a crank. You had to crank the window down and crank the window back up. So, notice I'm using the word crank to describe this. It has a little knob on the end. Um so, you grab the knob and then you turn the crank. Um but it's also the verb. Like you can say I'm going to open the window but I could also say I'm going to crank the window open. Can you crank the window shut because it's getting um cold or warm outside? Whichever whichever makes the most sense. So, it's something it's kind of like a lever but it's more we would definitely call it a crank. Hi, Bob the Canadian here. Thank you for listening to this English podcast lesson. If you would like to support me in the work that I do as an online English teacher, please visit patreon.com slash Bob the Canadian.